0: There were two more murders 15 miles away. When police arrived. arrived they found the telephones and electricity lines. We have a weird homicide a scene described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird. Morning. A prisoner's death sentence is not always met with absolute certainty. On April 26, 1981, a man was arrested and, while there's no doubt he was guilty of his crimes, his level of responsibility and questions about his mental state made his sentence a hard one to swallow for many. So if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Donald J. Beardsley was born on May 13, 1943 in St. Louis, Missouri, and at the age of just 11 years old, became the man of the home when his father passed away and left behind his mother and two younger siblings. When he was just 15 years old, he was sent to military school and at 19, he joined the U.S. Air Force where he would serve the next four years as an aircraft mechanic. It was there that he and another airman were caught trying to steal a vehicle in 1965. And during his sentence at a Minnesota work camp, Donald was hit in the head by a falling tree and suffered from a days-long coma and head fracture. Only four years later, he had his hands around the neck of a woman he had just met, stabbed, and drowned her to death in a bathtub. Donald had met 52-year-old Laura Griffin at a St. Louis bar and, shortly after ending her life, turned himself into the local police and confessed to the murder. He was convicted and ended up serving just seven years of an 18-year sentence for a motiveless murder. A free man once more, Donald moved to California to be near his mother, got a job as a machinist for Hewlett Packard, and became an upstanding and stellar employee. In 1981, Donald picked up a hitchhiker named Ricky Suria, a drug addict and sex worker who ended up moving in with him and introducing him to a number of her friends, one of which was 19-year-old Bill Forrester who, upon meeting Donald, complained that he had been ripped off during a drug deal with 23-year-old Patty Gedling and 19-year-old Stacy Benjamin, claiming they owed him about $185. A dealer named Frank Rutherford, the leader of their ragtag group of friends, devised a plan in which they would lure both women into Donald's apartment and get their money back by all means necessary. So they got the pair into the apartment and at some point, Frank Rutherford accidentally wounded Patty Gedling. It was at this point that Donald Beardsley, Ricky Saria, and Bill Forrester drove the women off to a remote area in San Mateo County and Donald, who ended up in this group by complete chance, took up a sawed-off shotgun and shot the young mother to death. The very next day, Donald, Ricky, and Frank, high off cocaine, drove 100 miles to Lake County, grabbed Stacy Benjamin, and placed a wire garrote around her throat. When the other two men were unsuccessful with their device, Donald simply picked up a knife, Frank's knife, and slit the woman's throat, pulling down her pants to make it appear that she was raped before abandoning her body and driving back home. Completely unaware that Donald had left behind his phone number at one of the crime scenes. Police police quickly tracked him down and, just as he had done in Missouri... Donald Beardsley confessed to the crimes that he committed, turned in all the names of his accomplices, and offered to act as a lead witness in their trials. He was officially arrested on April 26, 1981, though there seems to be a lack of consensus on his actual arrest date. Regardless, because he was still on parole for the 1969 Missouri murder, he was classified as a repeat offender and, this time, eligible for the death penalty. At the end of their trials, Frank Rutherford was sentenced to life imprisonment, where he died behind bars in 2003. Ricky Surria pleaded guilty to second-degree murder and was given a lengthy sentence, while Bill Forrester was acquitted entirely. When it came time for Donald's trial, the prosecutors argued that, while he did confess and testify against his friends, he was not a passive participant in these murders, which is what his lawyers were trying to prove. They claim that Donald not only helped come up with the plot, but bought the duct tape used to bind both the victims, and in both cases, held the weapon that took their lives. He was convicted of his crimes and sentenced to death for the murder of Patty Gedling and life without parole for Stacey Benjamin's murder. Almost immediately, Donald and a new counsel attempted to appeal his sentence, claiming inadequate defense after the original lawyer quit the case. They also claim that the head injury that Donald suffered from at the age of 21, which was not presented to the jury at the time of the sentencing, greatly impacted his life and his mental state. While the prosecutors argued his above average intelligence, family members testified that he had lifelong trouble expressing himself emotionally, and prison records indicated that he had been diagnosed with schizophrenia during his stay behind bars. According to Dr. Ruben Gurr, the director of neuropsychology and the Brain Behavior Laboratory, who assessed Donald Beardsley, the head injury he suffered from caused severe brain damage that affected his right hemisphere in particular, claiming it was, quote, virtually non-functioning and that he was unable to, quote, correctly process and contextualize information. It left him with an inappropriate fight or flight response, caused bouts of confusion and panic, restricted him emotionally, and made him appear indifferent and aloof during his trial, something the jury, unaware of his condition, misinterpreted as the actions of a remorseless killer. Each claim over the years has been rejected by both the state and federal courts, as was his lawyer's request to Governor Schwarzenegger for a 120-day reprieve of his death sentence. Donald J. Beardsley was executed on January 19, 2005 and became the first prisoner to be executed in California since the governor took office. He was 61 years old when he took his last breath with a crowd of about 300 death penalty opponents holding vigil outside of the prison. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on April 27th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Today's episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. What interferes with your happiness? What are some things standing in the way of you being the best version of yourself? For a lot of people, life, your past, and sometimes your current situation can cause roadblocks in your life. Mental health is incredibly important and so many including myself, can benefit from talking to a professional and working to dismantle those roadblocks. That's why I'm excited to talk to you guys about BetterHelp. BetterHelp knows that no two people are the same and will help to assess your personal needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist that you can meet with in whatever way is most convenient for you. Whether that be live chat sessions, phone calls, or video chats, you can start talking to your online therapist in less than 24 hours. Not only that, but it's incredibly affordable, more so than traditional in-person therapy, and BetterHelp offers financial aid and access worldwide. They truly make it easy for anyone to seek the help that they need. Stress shows up in all kinds of ways. and in a world that's telling you to do more, sleep less, and grind all the time, here's your reminder to take care of yourself, do less, and maybe try some therapy. I've talked about it before, but I've struggled with anxiety on and off for most of my adult life. And for the longest time, I felt as though there was no way to pinpoint the cause and simply kept on living with it. Then I got on BetterHelp and thankfully got some of the help I so desperately needed. There is truly someone out there for everyone. And BetterHelp is committed to finding your perfect match, which means if you and your counselor don't mesh for whatever reason, they make it easy and free to seek someone new if needed. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash morningcup. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhel pcom com slash morningcup.